The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Good Wednesday morning and welcome in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. I am Chris Yow and I am joined as always by Mo Patton and J.P. Plant. So J.P., my internet gets a little screwy, obviously. And, and sometimes during the intro, the I'll get a little blip, and then the music will speed up real fast. Oh <laughs> so yeah, I catch up. Yeah, <laughs> hurry, I'm hurry! Like, Whoa, <laughs> that messed that messed up my entire head, Bob. <laughs> yeah, your your night at the Roxy um, just uh, just had a, a fall down. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> Rocks It was very yeah. odd. I was like. Yeah, I was like, oh, what? Hold on, wait. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I wasn't ready for that. Man, good morning. It, it is hump day, folks. Hump day here in Columbia, Tennessee. Mo, good morning. How are you? What's going on? I'm just sitting. Oh, you know, I'm. I'm just sitting here enjoying the view. It's. Um, it's really a nice looking day out there. Um, I think it's supposed to warm up because it was like. 30 degrees when I got up this morning, but I think it's supposed to get up to 61. So, um, that's what I got on my, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I got on my internet, but you know what? doesn't matter how cold it is when you're inside looking outside, it still looks nice. There you go. Yep. Yep. As long as you can stay inside. It's a pretty day. Yeah. Yeah. So we're good. Um, how's Charlie? Oh, last night was a tough one, but you know, we we got really introduced to parenthood last night. Let's just say that um, before bed, she was in rare form. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not even going to get into it because, but but we were certainly introduced to parenthood. Hey, more music. <laughs> we're just going to start all over Less- again. <laughs> Let's talk more music here on WKOM 1017 FM. Hey now. <laughs> Oh, JP gosh. over there pushing buttons all willy nilly again. Just, you know, <laughs> it's a willy nilly finger. <laughs> no, no, no rhyme or reason, no warning. Just hey, I want some music. Oh, I don't blame him. That's a good. That, that's a good song. So I'm down for it. There we go. <laughs> oh man, I hate that. Uh, I hate that we. Um, what what's going on here? Mm-mm. I don't want to do that. So my computer's all messed up this morning. There we go. All right. Um, I hate that we uh, have to get into the show so quickly. We've got a lot to talk about. And normally we would not uh, we would not get into news so fast. But a couple of big things that uh, we do need to talk about. And um, But first, let me tell you what we got coming up in the second hour today. Uh, we'll talk about Creighton's head men's basketball coach, Greg McDermott. And yes, we will. Some <laughs> odd comments that he made. Um, yeah. Also, the Titans. We've got uh, got some interesting developments out of the rest of the National Football League that could impact Tennessee. So we'll tell you about that, and we'll uh, look at some bracketology and get you prepared for tomorrow because we have Jerry Palm coming up in the second hour on. Uh, tomorrow's show to talk bracketology so we'll get you kind of primed and prepped for him and of course it's wild and wacky wednesday with all the weirdest and wildest and wackiest news from across the world besides the besides the kangaroo on the loose in winfield alabama that you broke yesterday (sighs) 
That's yeah, that one's not gonna happen. Uh there there's plenty uh, I'll just say this. There is a kangaroo story. All right. <laughs> there is another very weird animal story. Uh so be on the lookout for those. Uh we won't have any crazy cop stories, I hope, today. Um in the next segment we'll have Summertown. Uh, girls basketball coach Katie Embry joining us on the show on Coach's Corner. That's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll talk about last night's games that JP was at and Mo was out. I watched on TV. So that was a, uh, that was cool last night getting to watch a game on TV and just kind of let it play out. That was fun. Um, <clears throat> but before we get started in today's show, I want to mention Mo, you, you put something on our, our show rundown today. <laughs> And I, I, I saw it on Twitter this morning. I saw Coach John Wild had tweeted something and said something about it. Uh, Kyle Bills passed away. Kyle Bills, um, former boys basketball coach at Lincoln County at Franklin and at Montgomery Bell Academy, um, passed away yesterday after a lengthy illness. He had been uh, obviously he had been sick for a pretty good while. I had lost touch with with Coach Bills. Not sure exactly what his illness was, but like I said, I do know he had been ill for a pretty good while. I was fortunate enough to get to deal with him during his run at Lincoln County back in the um, mid to late 80s and into the 90s when he had Quincy Vance and some of those great Falcons teams down there and, and crossed his path pretty closely because the team I was covering at the time was my high school alma mater, and I think Franklin beat them in the state quarterfinals in 88, maybe before they won the state in 89 with um, Kevin Anglin, who would go on to play at Vanderbilt, and eventually um, coaching at NBA. Did not directly follow Coach Bills, but in that same line. So, um Kyle spent three years at Franklin, 91 to 94, and then went on to NBA. And not sure how long he was there because I I came off the high school beat and was on to some other things from there. But class act, well thought of, had a lot of success, and um, just sad way, obviously, to start this, this morning off. But we've got a lot of listeners who will be familiar with with Coach Bills and and with what he did over his high school coaching career in in the in Middle Tennessee, and want to make sure to get that out there. Yeah, um, that's that's always that's not the news that we want to pass along, but we absolutely have to because when you are, you know, even you are the stature of a coach like Kyle Bills, uh, absolutely deserving of uh, having the accolades that you racked up throughout your career uh, recognized. So, yeah, certainly uh, coach John wild said that he was one of the first coaches that he, uh, he, he had looked up to. And I thought, I think that that speaks volumes in this area. Anyway, if you don't know who coach bills was, if you believe coach John wild is, uh, you know, he, he certainly has a lot of respect for him. So, that's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, when when you consider what Coach Wild has accomplished in his career, and and correct for this to be someone that he, like you said, looked up to, that um pretty well tells you where Coach Bill stands in the in the pantheon, I guess, of of Mid State boys basketball coaches over the last you know thirty five forty years, probably. So again, um. I'm sure there will be more information coming on this, but we just wanted to make sure to get that out there before we got too far into the show this morning. Yes. Uh, one other thing, uh, JP, I apparently sound like I'm in a tunnel, and I'm not sure you can do anything about that, but apparently <laughs> that's just the way it is. That Such is life. Such is life. It's all right. Um, this morning, saw... I guess this was actually tweeted yesterday. The Kentucky Senate passed a bill 36 to 0, allowing high school seniors to for another year of school and play sports. <laughs> oh, now, 
Tell me mm-hmm. what you think about this situation, because as we both know, you know, a lot of our seniors have had to go the prep school route because of lack of recruiting opportunities. Is this something that maybe Tennessee should consider? No. All right. <laughs> no, no, rhyme or reason. No, no absolutely not. No, it's I don't. Ridiculous. I don't. I really, I really don't think there is any rhyme or reason to it. I just think no. I mean, high school. It, it's not college. You are not attending high school for the purpose of athletics or to further your athletic career. You're attending high school to get an education. You got it in four years. Get on with the rest of your life. No. Is that enough rhyme or reason? Preps. I think if prep schools weren't a thing, then sure, I could see maybe. Because, again, like I've said a number of times, high school athletics is a lot of people's only chance at going to college. And in this situation that we are currently in with a lot of recruiting slots being taken uh, by returning seniors in colleges – I can see where this would be a thought process. I don't know that it's the right answer, but I do think that uh, it, it, I I understand where they're coming from, but I think with the, the existence of prep schools, there's no reason for it. I just think there's a really small percentage of individuals that are going to be positively impacted by this decision relative to the number of people that are going to be involved. I mean, are, how many are, kids are, in Memphis do you think would agree with this? If you took a poll right now in, in Shelby County, I mean, if you're talking strictly, say, absolutely. If you're, if you're talking strictly kids, then yeah, that's, I mean, if you're talking to nobody but the athletes, I mean, are these schools equipped to handle five years worth of classes? I don't know what the uh, exactly. If you've graduated, why why are you even like? Can we not just play? <laughs> like, what classes are you taking? Can you, can you dual enroll? Can you go to you get a get a community college class over at C State, but you stay at Columbia Central and play hoops? Uh, <laughs> Like, I don't know how as, that works. As a smart friend of mine said to me about another hot-button issue a couple of months ago, this is a solution looking for a problem. Because I'm just I think not there sure. Is a problem. I'm, I'm, I'm just not sure how many kids there are that are going to take advantage of this. Maybe there aren't many. I don't know. I I think the fewer who did take advantage of it, the better the idea looks on surface. Because <laughs> if you have a bunch, then you go, oh, crap, now what have we done? <laughs> but if it's, you know, if it's 200 across the state of Kentucky, okay, I can see that. <laughs> I guess. But do we, do we want 19, 20-year-olds playing against 14-year-olds? And that's, Not really. That's a heck of a question. <laughs> so anyway, I just I saw it. I thought it was a really interesting. I, I don't think it's a law. Or I don't think they've allowed this yet. It was just the Senate who passed it. I'm not sure if it originated in the Senate or the House, but I think it's probably got to go at least, you know, whatever. It just sounds really. <sighs> it sounds really performative to me. And and you got to remember that Kentucky a few years back after a couple of post-game brawls or whatever just just disallowed the post-game handshake i mean they're very knee-jerkish very reactionary i i I, I gotta mention this because you said that (laughs) alabama does not do a tip at the beginning of the game but they do at the beginning of overtime it happened in the state semifinals last night. And and nobody knew how to jump it up, I don't imagine. I mean, what do they do? Do they flip <laughs> for the opening possession? How does that work? Yes. Are you Yes, they do. They flip. I would have they flip to see who gets the ball to start the basketball game. And then oh. they don't 
And then they don't use the position arrow to give it an overtime. They they actually and then they actually. I, I, why would you not just flip again or just continue with the possession, the possession arrow? That's exactly just like it's a new quarter. Anyway, I thought that was hilarious. I, I was, oh man, that was so funny. And, and see, <laughs> see that's that's the thing for everybody that talks so bad about the state of Tennessee high school athletics. No matter how mm. bad you've got it, it's worse somewhere else. Somewhere, <laughs> no doubt. Oh that, man, that's, All right. that's ridiculous. It's one hundred percent ridiculous. That's exactly what it is. Oh man, JP's going to make us take a break, Mo. We're going to do that before we give out hardware and, and the rundown for today. And okay, uh, then on the other side of the break, we will do. We'll, we'll hand out some All hardware. We'll give you the rundown, and we'll talk to Katie Embry on Coach's Corner. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Talking high school sports, here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. We approach the bottom of the first hour here on the show. Thank you guys for tuning in on WKOM 1017 FM on the podcast. If you are out there, we appreciate you guys listening in. And if you are joining us on Facebook Live, make sure to comment. Let us know you're here. Tell us how you're doing today. Got a question or a comment? Feel free to put it on Facebook Live. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports is the page. Just visit our live stream there, and you are welcome to comment. We'll be happy to interact with you there. All right. First things first, segment number two, we're going to hand out some hardware. Let's go with, uh, I guess, Mo, are we retroactively giving out our End to Win Life Team of the Week? Sure. <laughs> uh, yesterday we were trying to come up with a team of the week and because of just the way that everything worked out as far as um, how basketball season has kind of played out we have decided to retroactively go back to the beginning of uh, February and hand out a, uh, a team of the week award because I didn't even know they were they were competing yet, Mo. Mm-hmm. Um, Snuck up on you. But the summit, the summit swim team uh, got a big win at Nolansville against um, Nolansville Independence and Page at the beginning of the month, and then came back and got another uh, a, another win over each of those teams, Nolansville Independence and Page, on another both one. the Saturday and the Sunday. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, big performance there from the Summit Swim team. So, retroactively to the beginning of February, giving them the Team of the Week award. So, I guess we'll give them the Team of the Month award. How's that? <laughs> Essentially, that's what we're doing. That'll work. All right. That's your in, that's your End to Win Life Team of the Week, presented by Custom Stone Handlers. And uh, Player of the Week, presented by Covenant Technology, Columbia Central freshman right jordan davis freshman yes um central had a tough week last week jordan davis did not in a um 66 63 district 8 triple a semifinal loss to to um tullahoma jordan davis scored 16 points in a 78 75 overtime loss to lincoln county in the district consolations he scored 24 um, so if you if you're fairly proficient at math, 
freshman Jordan Davis averaged 20 points in two Columbia Central contests last week. Unfortunately, they were both losses, but wasn't his fault. Jordan Davis is our well player done, of the Jordan. week. And the Patio West Scholar Athlete of the Week from Hampshire, Cameron Bass. Yep. Um, I think you... Uh, yes? You got some information on him last week, and... Uh, pretty solid student yeah we we just kind of did an all call at at some places and um cameron bass from hampshire was the one that surfaced from there obviously um does a little bit everything out there athletically he was their leading scorer this basketball season um four-year performer for them and so and and like you said obviously getting it done in the classroom as well so cameron bass is our scholar athlete of the week Congratulations to that young man. All right, now it's time for today's rundown. This is the rundown. In Region 4 AAA girls semifinal action from last night, it was Blackman defeating Riverdale 57-30 and Oakland knocking off the only seven, eight, eight AAA um, participant remaining, defeating Coffee County 43-38. In the Region 6 AAA boys semifinals last night, Cane Ridge defeated Ravenwood 76-46, and Franklin defeated Brentwood 69-53. In the Region 6 AA finals, Community a 58-48 winner over Marshall County, and Creekwood 48, Murfreesboro Central 46. In Region 4 AAA action, it was Blackman 46, Coffee County 39. These, these are uh, boys' scores, I'm sorry. Um, just make sure you guys knew that. And Siegel 75, Stewart's Creek 51. And finally, in the Region 6A finals, Loretto 71, Huntington 58. And Summertown falls at West Carroll in double overtime 65-64. In the Region 4A boys' semifinals, it was Moore County 40, Eagleville 30. Cascade defeats Fayette. 53-48 in Region 5A boys semifinal play. Joe Burns defeats Kalioka 65-39 and Richland with a 62-27 win over Houston County. Tonight's schedule in a girls action. Region 4 AAA finals, Oakland at Blackman. In the Region 6 AAA finals, it's Cambridge at Page. The Region 6 AA finals, Stewart County is at Creekwood. In the girls region 4A finals, Fayetteville travels to Huntland. In region 5A, it's an all-district 9A final as Joe Burns goes to Houston County. And in region 6A girls finals, Loretto at Summertown, part three. Tonight, 6 o'clock tip. And that is your Wednesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. As we just mentioned, that Region 6A Finals, Loretto at Summertown. What a segue, Mo. <laughs> as we, it's almost as if we planned it. It's almost as if we planned it. On the Parks Motor Sales Hotline this morning on Coach's Corner, brought to you by From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. Make sure to go see Renee Hart and the crew out in Chapel Hill. They are fantastic, bringing you the best food uh, in Marshall County. I will. I'm going out on a limb. There you go. It's the best food in Marshall County. All right. So, I'll second that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Again, we are going to welcome in Summertown girls basketball coach Katie Embry, joining us on hey, the Parks morning, Motor Hotline. Coach, welcome. Hey. hey. Good morning. Coach, appreciate you joining us mere hours before you get ready for this. Um, Region 6A championship game at your place against Loretto. Um, congratulations, first of all. Um, obviously, both you and Loretto will be going on to sectional play on Saturday, but at the right. same time, huge difference in playing that game at home and playing it on the road. So, big one tonight. Uh, you know, it's, it's just it's always fun to play um, a caliber program like Loretto, especially when we're in the same town and you get that rivalry. Um, now I'm not going to lie. It's, um, I'm quite enjoying the fact that it's in our place this year, the way it's kind of, uh, played out with the COVID. Um, and I look forward to a great basketball game tonight. Um, so excited for both programs, our county, both schools getting to go on to sub state. But like you said, it's on my bucket list. I would love to host 
a Sunset State game at home. Love to do that. When you say that this is this is your third year at Summertown, is that right? This is, yep, this is our third year. Okay, and you guys have gone on the road in this in that sectional game each of the last two years. I take it. Well, the first year we went on the road, went to Richland and won, and then the last year uh, is when we got put out by Huntington in the region semi. Okay, so we didn't we didn't get there last year. Oh. So I think that's kind of been a a chip on the shoulder uh, for the last twelve months. Okay. Um, <laughs> chip on the shoulder kind of um describes the way you guys have played this year uh you know i think so we're really deep um we got so much depth and you know these seniors that we have they've been some of them been playing uh high school ball since they were in eighth grade so they've been you know building towards this moment uh ever since they got beaten the state uh, championship game against greenfield i think their freshman year and so they've been um you know, battling, battling through injuries. You know, that's when Kaylee Campbell, um, she's our leading scorer this year. She's our leading scorer last year. She tore ACL at Christmas. Uh, so she came back this year, and it's been a huge piece back with these senior group, and they are dragging everybody along with them. And, just you know, they're really refusing anything but success right now, and it's just it's so much fun to watch. Coach, um, yeah. <clears throat> We have talked so many times on this, uh, not only on this show, but on our website on sm-tnsports.com about this particular game. And JP can m- maybe throw some numbers. I'm not really sure, but there's a deep history, not just with the two programs, Summertown and Loretto, playing one another, but also – Individually, I mean, these two programs have been successful over decades of time. How important is it for you to be able to continue that tradition with this group of girls? Well, I mean, I think this group of girls have kind of set their own standard. Uh, Their standard, and, you know, you hear all the time, their standard's excellent. They will not um, stand for anything but excellence, and that's the hat off to these seniors and the parents that raise them. And, um, you know, when I got here, I said these are the expectations I want, especially from the defensive end. And this whole group here in Summertown has bought into that. Um, we we play defense. We love the, we love the defensive end. Um, but as overall excellence, I mean, I would say that's in the county. You've got Lawrence County that won a state championship. You had another group that were state runners up. You have uh, Loretta that was a state runner-up. You had us that were a state runner-up. I mean, we're talking tons of success in the last 15 to 20 years in this county. Um, and I think that's just a pride thing that this county takes And you know, girl athletics. I, I think it's just a fun thing to watch and the support that they get from their community. Coach, as I look over I your schedule. So- Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. As I look over y'all's schedule, Coach, twenty-five and three heading into this ball game tonight. Um, five and three against AAA opponents. Hey, uh, look, them AAA opponents are making us look good. I mean, Oakland went and beat Coffee by five. You got Paige that we beat twice. Who is in a uh, they're in a freaking championship game tonight. Mm-hmm. So I'm pumped about these games that we played. I think that was great, great job for them to play us and us playing them. I'm yeah. That was good. Good stuff right there. Well, it it, it looks pretty good on paper for you guys, but how do you feel like those games help prepare you guys for this moment? Well, I mean, you know, looking at tonight and just where we're at in the season with kids and, you know, you got kids and kids with some nagging injuries. And when we played some of those games, uh, we were missing some different pieces. And so we had some kids step up. And I think that really added to our depth and kids that can step in and fill in. Uh, I've got two freshmen that I'm playing, you know, quite a bit of minutes. I've got two sophomores that are having to play quite a bit of minutes, and they've been playing since eighth grade. Um, so I think it's really been um, helpful to us to really lean in on some of these kids and get them some experience so that they're ready for this moment. Yeah, I think that's uh, kind of where I was going to go, Mo. You know, just the fact that you, when you talk about the teams that you have played this year and the level of competition, it, but not only that, again, and I think we talked about this the first time we had you on the show, but having a group of girls 
who know what it takes to win games, not necessarily basketball games. This is a team that's, you know, won some volleyball state finals and, and that sort of thing. Having teams or having girls on this team who know how to win, how important is that? Um, you know, you, you kind of briefly touched on it. I mean, they won volleyball. They won uh, golf. They won softball. Um, I mean, and we talked, you know, I've kind of mentioned it before, and I don't want to beat it, beat it over the head, but, I mean, this group, I'm telling you, if you come to our practice and we're doing a drill and they don't finish the drill the way they want to, and I'm saying, hey, next group on, they'll say no again. They want to go again because they want it done right. They are leaving that legacy of we don't, we don't stop until it's done right. Um, you know, in the battles that we we went through with Loretta my first year here, uh, we lost that Heartbreak District Championship um, on a late call, a late foul, and we lost the region championship in overtime. And there's a lot of different things and that we've had a battle through that I really think has strengthened this group. And their chemistry on the court is just, it's, it's unbelievable to watch right now. It's, it's pretty basketball. We're speaking on the Parks Motors motor sales hotline with summertown girls basketball coach katie embry um presented on coach's corner by from the heart over in chapel hill and summertown and loretto are getting ready to go at it again coach as you mentioned when when the when the kids are taking ownership of the program like that as a coach you have to feel like you've won a large part of the battle right there that was a huge piece um, when they are completely invested in each other, um, making sure that, the, um, you know, your secondary group is doing what they're supposed to do so that they're ready to go when their moment called or when their name called, um, you know, they're just, they're fun. They're constantly, you know, encouraging each other. They call it gapping each other up, but they're tr- constantly trying to make each other feel important and what their job and their role is to this program. They want them to understand how important their roles are even if it's, you know, on the bench and you're the ones clapping and barking at folks or if you're on the court being ready for your moment. Um, I completely trust these seniors. I can't say that enough. I trust them completely. They'll come to me off the game, off the court and be like, hey, Coach Embry, we see this. And I'm like, all right, you see it, let's execute it. And, you know, they'll, they'll do a good job and go out and execute. So, I mean, it's just a fun group. That is a different level of – support that that you have from your players and they have from you as a coach oh man i know (laughs) lean heavily on each other (laughs) right i mean how many coaches are smart and there there aren't a lot of coaches out there smart (laughs) enough to listen to their players when their players are telling them what what they're seeing i mean it's especially at the single a level it's just not something that you see a lot of so kudos to you for being smart enough to listen when 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 your players have something to say that's a well, that, that's I don't impressive. know about so. that. They're the they're the ones out there, and they're the ones saying it. When you got you know a Jenner Brazier and her her IQ is out the roof, and she's telling you what she sees, you know you, you listen. So I I just you know it's just a good group, really good group of seniors. You know, I'm going to ask you this, Coach, but uh, you don't have to yeah. answer if uh, if it's going to give away anything. But uh, Jay Chapman has asked on Facebook how Ansley is doing. Um, she goes to the doctor at one. Um, and so hopefully we'll get some good news there. And, uh, you know, like I said earlier, we got a few kids that are beat up, so we'll see, see what we are able to run out there tonight. Coach, you know, the old saying is that it's tough to beat a good team three times. Um, you guys have beaten Loretto twice already this year. Um, both during the regular season, you, you missed a, district championship matchup that was looming there because of um some scheduling and some weather issues but um right. what are, what are your concerns with loretto as you head into this third matchup honestly um Callie, um i just i don't know if i really have like concerns or i don't even i don't even have nerves yet i guess i guess because i know we've done the hard part with the region semi to me, this game is icing on the cake. If you you know you win, you get to host substate. Um, I just want my girls to compete and you know stay in the moment and enjoy the moment and uh, really be present in what and when what they're doing, um, especially the way last year ended. And so I don't, I don't know if I have concerns. I mean, I just I don't know. I don't think I have concerns with this game. I just think it's a fun game. 
a rivalry game that this county gets to come watch. And, you know, I hope it's a great game for the crowds for them to see it. And I don't know. I think I'm more excited than I am concerned right now. I'll be honest. Okay. That's fair. Six, six o'clock tonight six in o'clock. Summertown. You can, uh, you can get tickets. Well, maybe I don't, I don't know if you can get tickets. Or not. Um, yeah. I'm going to say, uh, I bet tickets going to be sold out. Um, we're still don't at even try. <laughs> we're still at, you know, our limited capacity. Loretta will have their tickets. We'll have our amount of tickets. I don't know if there's going to be, I know, they're all, I know you can get tech, a ticket with your summertime folks on sale in the uh, building right now. Um, and so oh. I know I've seen people coming in and out of the, of the office today getting their tickets. So don't walk, run but, to the summertime yeah, office would, for tickets. You, yeah. For tickets, yeah. Um, but it will be streamed on Facebook Live. We've had some really generous donors um, that have come through and are, are donating money for us to go and keep streaming them throughout this postseason. So that's been really supportive of our community. Well, Coach, if you could save me a seat, that would be appreciated. <laughs> do you want to come behind, to put you behind on the, the bench? bench? Where do you, you want to be? Um, behind <laughs> the, you be behind the scores behind table? Behind the scores now, table is usually where look, I try I to get. If I put you behind the scores table, you're going to be on the Loretta fan side. So you I can't get caught up and find yourself here now. <laughs> don't find your, Don't get caught up in the moment. You stay with us, okay? <laughs> I, I will. I will take that under advisement, Coach. I appreciate You'll be neutral, it. Right? I will. Be de- neutral. I will be neutral. I will. I will definitely be neutral. Yes. No matter what David uh, Weathers does. Yes, I will be oh, neutral. I, I kind of alluding to. You're going to be sitting right in his territory, so you never know. I know he can be quite persuasive. I'm sure. <laughs> I will be neutral, Coach. I appreciate that. Um, and and good luck tonight. Appreciate it. Appreciate it a lot. Uh, Summertown Girls Coach Katie Embry on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline brought to you on Coach's Corner by From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. Appreciate our friends Renee Hart and the group over there and for Coach Embry for taking some time with us today. When we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, we'll talk about some of the games that happened last night and uh going to be a lot of fun. So stick around on the show, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Covering the teams you care about, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Welcome back into the show. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Really excited to bring you some high school hoops coverage. Full coverage on sm-tnsports.com. You can go there, see box scores and stories and photos and much more. Everything that you need for high school coverage, sm-tnsports.com has it. You cannot find it anywhere else, just about. Um, most of this stuff is going to be <laughs> exclusive coverage on sm Uh And we're happy to do it for you, aren't we, Mo? We are. We are. Um, kind of some sweat equity, a little, little loss of sleep, but we do it for you. <laughs> You lose sleep for one reason, I lose it for another. It's okay. We're all just tired. (laughs) Good point. Good point. We're just tired in general. We are Um, tired. But it it was a good night last night down in Linville as you went down to watch the Raiders, as they say. (laughs) Just win, baby. Just win. Yeah. 24-1 and the Raiders are after that 62-27 win over Houston County last night. I love this lead talking about Jason Loveless smiling because it happens even less than Nick Saban smiling. You know what? Um, it was it was pretty cool. I, as as we noted in the last segment, I typically try to sit behind the scores table just so I can pick up on foul calls and any kind of discrepancies that might be 
going on. If there's any discussions that need to take place at the scores table, I try to eavesdrop on those, you know. Um, but that put me in pretty close proximity to the Richland bench last night. And when um, when Tyrell Randolph threw that oop to um, to Logan Helton and he finished it, great picture, by the way, by Rick Bue um, on the website of that Logan Helton dunk there. But um, looked over at the bench because I was kind of wondering what uh, what Jason Lovelace's reaction was going to be to that. And he, he, he enjoyed it. And it's good. And he had some, some nice remarks with regard to that in the article. But um that was that was pretty much the the final nail in Houston County's um coffin right there, so to speak. I mean the game was pretty well going Richland's way ever since the middle of the second quarter. They trailed early, got things going back in their direction, led twenty eight seventeen at the half, and then outscored Houston County eleven to three to open the third quarter, and so um, they they had everything going their way. By the time they got the dunk, the dunk was just kind of the um, the exclamation point there. The cherry. Yep. The cherry on top. The the, yeah, vic- the victory the cigar. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love this picture because of the the expression on the opposing. Yeah. Faces. Yeah, everybody kind of um, looking up at the rim like, did he just do that? Yes, yes, he did. Yeah. Oh man, big win That's for the tough. Raiders. Yeah. They um, they unfortunately will travel to Joe Burns um tomorrow night as as Joe Burns defeated Kalioka uh sixty five thirty nine and ended their season last night. So Richland making that long trek to Cedar Hill. <laughs> Chad Hall said he ain't that cool. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Loveless. <laughs> well, he knows him better than I do, so I'll defer to him on that one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, yeah, you know, I, I was—I really thought, speaking of that that Kalioka, I really thought that that Kalioka had an opportunity to make a make a statement up mm-hmm. at uh, Joe Burns because they just have so many weapons. They've got Cooper Parks and. Uh, Tavon Bagsby, Eric Mick, and Landon Andrews. Uh, I didn't think that Joe Burns would have as easy of a time maybe stopping all four of them as they were able to stop Andy Slaughter and and Santa Fe. Now, clearly I was wrong. Cooper Parks had a great game. Yeah, 18 points, game high, mm-hmm. and, and led, led the game with 18 points. But Landon Andrews, scoreless. scoreless. And that just goes to show how really good this Joe Burns team is. So that, that game tomorrow night is going to be an absolute doozy. Yeah, it, this should be a good one. The question for me is, okay, you can hold Landon Andrews scoreless for Kalioka. And 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 then you can kind of take your chances with that other three there, like you mentioned, um, Cooper Parks, Eric McTavon, um, or Tavin, as they pronounce Tavin. it. I think Bagsby. I, I think this Richland team is a little bit more diverse offensively, both in scores and where they can score from. So, kind of looking forward to to how that shakes out, and. As JP warns us, we've got about two minutes to the top of the hour. Want to touch on? Yeah, I think we're gonna. Uh, let's just take it to the other side. Take it to the other side. All right. We, I think yeah, so. Let's do that. Let's take it to the other side then. But yeah, um, that being the case, this this Richland Joe Burns game again up at Cedar Hill. I'm not sure how you get there. I guess I'll be checking it out on MapQuest between now and then. Or are you going to that one? I think I'm going to go to that. I mean, it's only an hour away from me. And okay, it's then. Probably, it's probably an hour and a 45, two hours for you mm-hmm. close to. So there's no reason for you to have to make that extra hour. I got you. Okay. Well, I'll let you. <laughs> so, problem yeah, solved. we'll have to uh, see. We solve problems here. We on do solve problems. Sports today. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Right here on the uh, air, we solve them. <laughs> That's right. That, that's what you see. Also on sm-tnsports.com, you can find yesterday we posted uh, the 
uh, final, uh, is it the final hardwood leaders? I mean, really the final hardwood leaders. We've got, you know, maybe four or five players who are going to add to their, their totals here. Yeah. Uh, for the but, most part, for the most part, that is the finals. Like you said, we will probably continue to update those for the teams that are still going, but most of those numbers are final numbers for most of those folks um our area leaders in scoring and in three-point shooting so you can check that out out on the website at sm-tnsports.com on the other side of the break we'll talk about the 6a region semifinals jp got a chance to see loretto i watched a little bit of the summertown game on uh youtube last night so we'll talk about those and more on southern middle tennessee sports today when we return don't go anywhere Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Welcome back into the show. Five minutes past the top of the hour and we are live right now on Facebook and we appreciate you guys hanging out with us there if you have anything that you would like to talk about just comment on our Facebook live Southern Middle Tennessee Sports is the Facebook page just click the live link and take you right there we'll be happy to interact with you if you're listening on the podcast we appreciate it this is the uh, SM-TN Prep Sports Today podcast continuing uh, into the second hour today because we had a lot of basketball games. And and like JP said off the air, uh, if there's going to be a time when we're going to extend high school basketball coverage, if not now, then when, <laughs> as region finals taking place tonight and some semifinals last night, we talked about a couple of those on the – in the, the first hour, but uh, let's touch on some extras because last night JP got a chance to go down to Loretto and um, see the Mustangs <laughs> punch their ticket to the to the sectionals with the win over Huntingdon with a D, just like the college. Yes. Which is odd. It's very hot. It's very difficult to know. Like, is there a D or is it a T? Like, there are so many different, you know, nobody, no rhyme or reason as to why there's a T or a D. You just get what you get. <laughs> JP saw, saw all sorts of Mustangs last night, actually. Yeah, there, there was a guarantee that, um, you know, there were going to be some Mustangs moving on. And uh, it um, it did come out. Uh, like they shot him out of a out of a corral and into the open field. Um, it was uh, helter skelter from the opening tip. A lot of that, I think, uh, probably because of the the crowd that was there. And, and let me tell you, there was a large and strong contingency from uh, or contingent from uh, Huntingdon. Um, you learn something new every day. Huntingdon, uh, who made the trip over, uh, they were there to make their voices heard. It, it was an electric atmosphere uh, at at the barn last night, and um, it was a lot of fun. There were a couple of uh, Huntingdon players or, or fans that got um, <laughs> escorted out, including one that was sitting right next to me courtside <laughs> that nearly ran down a referee after one call. So he just he, lost uh, his head. He also shot out like a Mustang. <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah. He did. Yes. <laughs> out of his seat. Yeah, he did. Uh, literally shot out, out of the like gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and out of the gym. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. So um, I had to go sit outside in, uh, in the cool temperatures. But anyway, um, yeah, it was it was back and forth early. Uh, Loretta, though, uh, they, they were patient and uh, passing up open threes in the beginning to go inside because they yeah they've got those two. Uh, two big guys uh, down low in uh, Sermones, uh, uh, Tobias Sermones, and also um, uh, Caleb Davis, and and both got some buckets early, and um, 
that was uh, part of the difference in the beginning. Uh, McClurkey, the coach for Huntington, said that um, you know Loretta took him out of their game early. Uh, that was part of it. They would get a couple of buckets up, and then they would, as I mentioned, the patients, they would uh, kind of sit around the perimeter and wait. Now, they only had 10 players dressing, and a couple of those – were uh, nagging some uh, illnesses, if you will. Uh, Coach Greg Tips mentioned after the game that uh, his son Brendan had been battling strep throat, had IVs throughout the games. Uh, Shaler Hankins was battling a stomach virus. He was also getting treatment during the game. And they only played seven players. Um, one of those only got in for a short two- or three-minute span. So really only six players Got uh, saw major action for Loretto, and uh, they were able to hold on. Uh, I'm sure they're tired today, and that was the thing uh, Greg Tipps said afterwards, that um, our first order of business is to win tonight by resting up and uh, and getting well, because they are going to have to go to West Carroll um, after a, a thriller. Uh, you were watching. I stopped. I got home and sat in the car for an extra 15 minutes to listen to that game it was uh, it was incredible the way that thing uh, played out and a heartbreaker for Summertown, Chris. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, as I, I was kind of looking forward, I, I was looking forward online. Typically, it's on Facebook somewhere. Uh, I finally ended up finding it about midway through the third quarter on YouTube, uh, West Carroll War Eagles Radio Network, and. I'll tell you on my television, whatever camera they were using wasn't great, but it was more than nothing. So I'm okay with that. Um, it, it even if the players look like a blur, a blur, it's it's still easier. You know, it's better to be able to see what the radio is describing. So I got a chance to see that, and I will tell you the. Summertown did everything it possibly could. <laughs> um, it was just one of those nights where it felt like as soon as Summertown could get a break, it, something else went wrong. Uh, I think they had 13 turnovers in the game uh, to West Carroll's nine. And with, I think, I guess 30 seconds to go or so. Summertown hits a couple of free throws, goes up 64-63, and West Carroll comes down and didn't even get a really good look at the bucket. I mean, it was a probably a 15 to 17 foot jump shot from the the corner, and uh, kid knocked it down. 65-64. Summertown comes down, tries to put up a last second shot and it gets blocked and that ends the the eagle season and tough tough way to go out man and double overtime on the road you know i've said for years that this is the toughest night of the basketball season and it used to be one night all you know back when everything was at a central site and you'd play four region semifinal games your boys and your girls all in one night and i I know i'm sounding old if you want to play that get off my lawn (laughs) now would be a good time but um you know it it was really a lot of fun really exciting to have those four games that either propelled you two games closer to murfreesboro or ended your season and there were a lot of good teams and there still are a lot of good teams that see their seasons end right here in these region semifinals and and you certainly feel like maybe a different draw maybe a different night you know summertown is still playing so this is maybe if they play the district finals <laughs> there's that you're just not gonna let that go are you yeah. no i'm not i'm not gonna let that go <laughs> well and and the thing is again they kind of got hood, hoodwinked on that one with um, District 11A and their shenanigans. So, you know, it's one of those well, things. West Carroll went and won theirs. I'm just saying. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not – I mean, I, I, it is what it is. You're going to have to play them at some point. And that's a really good basketball team, a really good basketball team. They, 
I am more surprised that we only got 65 and 64 points out of those two teams in double overtime in two overtimes. Right. I mean, that's that just goes to show how how much preparation, how much thought went into every single possession. I mean, it, it was just a, a really good basketball game throughout. And unfortunately, Summertown came up on the, the short end of it. And that's that's how it goes sometimes. And I'm really looking forward to um, to this Loretto-West Carroll game because, again, I mean, it, so long as they're healthy, uh, I think Loretto is as good as anybody. Mm-hmm. in in the state and i'm curious to see how that how this plays out and of course obviously the winner of of this game gets to host the loser of richland joe burns and that's a uh, let's just say that all one two three four five all five of those games are going to be fantastic yeah <laughs> you know i'm i'm hoping I'm I'm really hoping that Loretto and Richland don't have to play each other for a trip to Murfreesboro. So hopefully, ideally that would yeah. Hopefully both of them take care of business and they both get to host and they can stay away from each other until until Murfreesboro. So that's I, I know that um Katie warned me in in the last segment about <laughs> being neutral, but I, I want to see all of our teams do well and and that would be you know, on the boys' side, the the optimal outcome there would be for both the Mustangs and the Raiders to get there, and so they need to stay away from each other on Monday night, whatever it takes for that to happen. Ideally, they would both win tomorrow night. That would be good. Um, I, I want a, a, a final thought about Loretto seeing them for the first time last night. Um, despite the lack of depth, if they can stay healthy – not only from injury but from illness that they were, um, you know, succumbing to. Uh, they, if they play the way that they're coached to play, like they did last night, I'm not sure they can be beaten if they can withstand, you know, you know, not getting any rest. Now they've probably been doing it all year, but I was thinking you get a team against them that really runs and. Maybe does full court press the whole game. Uh, now Brendan Tips, the point guard, is excellent. Um, you know he's he's got a very solid. Fr- he looks like a fullback to me. I was thinking, you know what, he would be a great fullback. But he's got a solid frame to withstand some bumping and can maneuver his way. Uh, uh, there was a, a spot last night where he had three consecutive drives to the basket, where he uses his body as a shield. To and then just throws it up, but it's not just a prayer. There's there's some skill involved. He, he's going in there yeah. with 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 a plan. Uh huh. Yep. And two of those were and ones, and that kind of uh, you know put a, a an end to a tiny momentum swing that Huntington had uh, early in that fourth quarter. So if they can just stay, if they get an injury though, and can't play, um. That's where you're going to get Loretta. But if they stay healthy, they're going to be awfully, awfully difficult to beat because they look they looked really good last you night. You know, a kid that you've not mentioned a whole lot. Um, I I really like Sermones. Does a great job. Yeah. But Shaler Hankins does a lot of the dirty work mm-hmm. in the paint for them. Yeah. And he he's fun to watch. I saw him when they played up at Summertown and um, the first meeting earlier this year he took over that third quarter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but I mean, he, he single-handedly kept them in the game at summertime yeah well looking and, at this all five of their all five of their starters were in double yeah. digits yeah and and the guy I hadn't even mentioned he led the team in scoring xavier young quiet quiet 18 points see he got in foul trouble when they played at yeah. summertown the first time and i think that had a lot to do with Hankins coming on and being more assertive on offense, but the fact that all five of those guys can can hurt you, you know, much like we talked about Richland, um, they they are a tough matchup just because you know from tips all the way down to the to the rim, they they've got guys that can be explosive offensively. Yeah, that's that's a such a solid starting five for Loretto. 
um, and uh, Seymour coming off the bench. Clint Seymour, uh, who's an energy guy. He's a freshman, right? Uh, he he looks like it. He's got a nice mullet, too, by the way. <laughs> really good-looking mullet. I'm, I'm told that this is a secondary pursuit for him. He may be the next baseball star. Oh, okay. Well, they've got several down yeah. there. So Yeah. He's just keeping his legs warm. They play baseball in Loretto? What? <laughs> so they say. <laughs> I've heard that. I have no idea. Yeah. Who, who knew, huh? <laughs> uh, oh, man. So we got a lot, a lot of stuff uh, going on tonight. Again, we gave you in the rundown this uh, tonight's schedule, but I am, I do want to mention this Fayetteville at Huntland Region 4A girls final is tonight. And Huntland district regular season champion, district tournament champion, I expect they'll probably win tonight, but congratulations to Fayetteville, their first ever trip to the uh, sectionals. So congratulations to and I'm telling the you, lady time. They, they will be worth keeping an eye on. I don't know who they will match up with, but I like that team. Um, had a chance to see them a couple of times this year. Um, Talented bunch. Um, again, they've got the, the, the post player in the middle, um, Zanaria Robinson, who is an Arkansas Little Rock signee, and they've got some players around her, and they they can do some damage. I'll be interested to see what who they match up with in Saturday's sectional. I will be as well. All right, let's take a quick break, because in the next segment, we have about 37 things to get to. <laughs> so tons to talk about in the next segment so stick around with southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint 